0: listening to hope alive streaming live from hope restoration ministries kenton park south africa
1: the hour one o'clock. It is a Winner's Wednesday, and today on a Winner's Circle, we've got uh, somebody that I've known for a couple of years. Today, we're unpacking friendship. Today, we're speaking about uh, networking, the value of friendship, but also today's guest is not just a personal friend, but she's the person that shared the first... posted to me about uh, this opportunity. And so closing off, I thought there would not be a better befitting person to have this conversation. She's an academic. She's a, a businesswoman. She's a minister. Her name is Ndubo Ramulongo. Nda. Ah. Ha! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: had a Megji moment there.
0: <laughs> How are you, Karat? You just had to, you just had to drag that in. I'm well, thanks. How are you? I am
1: fantastic, you mm. know. And thank you for gracing us physically in studio today.
0: I could not miss it. I mm. had to take leave and, mm. and be here for this moment. Yeah, It's going
1: to be a fantastic one. Thank um, you for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you, and I think uh, we're going to get into the mix of things. Normally, I ask my guests if there was a billboard with a phrase that captured the essence of who they are. What would it read? Grace. Grace. grace.
0: Like, grace. Mm. Yeah. Why
1: grace? Let's unpack that quickly.
0: Um, Because, you know, I look at who I am. Mm. I look at how far I've come in character, in um, both growth as well materially. And it can only be the grace of God. It could literally only be the grace of God. Everything that I've attained, Mm. um, the person that I've become, only be through the grace of God.
1: Let's rewind a little bit. I mean, today we want to speak about the value of friendship, networking, because I'm here because of the value of friendship. And so we're going to unpack that a little mm-hmm. bit deeper. But before we get into that part of the conversation, let's go through your journey a little bit. Where is Ndubo born from? Take us a little back, a bit back to the values that shaped you to be who you are today. So let's rewind.
0: Okay. So as you already said, I was born in Johannesburg um, Coronation Hospital. I think mm-hmm. it's now Hedden joseph Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, lived in Joburg for a bit. Then so can went we to the
1: also b- it's Burbs.
0: Yes. <laughs> 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 the burbs is a recent <laughs> term. <laughs> they used to call it <laughs> my <makichin. laughs> Yes, and then I went to live in Limpopo for a while mm. with my grandmother and my sister and the rest of my extended family. And um, when I was in mid primary school, mm. fourth grade, actually when I was quite young, my grandmother had a stroke. My mother had to leave work, went home. That arrangement wasn't working, so she came back to Joburg and I stayed with my grandmother and my sister. Uh, but my sister got married. Mm. So then I moved back to Joburg to live with my mother. Mm. And yeah, then that's when I experienced the culture shock. <laughs> mm. Because <laughs>
1: you were born here. So when you were living here, you were still a very young kid.
0: I was. Like, so you did
1: your primary schooling in Limpopo.
0: I did. Yes. I did Chivenda, um, home yes. language. Um, I
1: really love that. I, I w- that's part of my uh, upbringing journey that I wish I had stability in Mm. that formative years of learning the language principles of the language first, Mm. and then you can go because it's one thing to speak it. But when you are in that space and learning how to read it and to write it, you also appreciate the idioms and the sayings and the in between better.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, you would know this. Growing up in Joburg, you get exposed to so many languages, mm. but it's only like first base. Yes. There are certain things that you would say in Zulu mm. even though I know a bit, that I would be completely lost, yes. you know. Um, so, yeah, I had that foundation. Mm. Uh, very grateful for it. Um, and even when I moved to Joburg, my mother was very intentional that mm. I must speak to Venda, that I must write it. Mm. And I'm really grateful for her for instilling that pride and mm. you know that value, so yeah. I came back, moved from a more quanta one school, mm. Karazi. Like, I mean, listen, <laughs> I had shoes, but I never wore school shoes because everybody else didn't have school shoes, you <laughs> know. I had a school bag, but everybody else had like testic rice bags and shop light bags. so I also went for that. <laughs> then I moved to Joburg. You, mm. like, first of all the language mm. I must do English and Afrikaans. and I'm just like, What? Like mm. all I know is hello, my name is Maria. Oh, that's my <laughs> other name.
1: <laughs> Look, we now found out even secrets <laughs> that we didn't know. I'm a security I puma. Go meet the <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's
0: because I'm chilling with a friend yes. and I'm forgetting that there are a whole lot of <laughs> other people
1: <laughs> who might just meet you in the street and be like, yo Maria See, <laughs> <it back."
0: laughs> don't repeat it. have mercy on me (laughs) so but yeah i get into this school quantile 5 school you know former model c school it's the english and african situation but beyond that like i'm suddenly in this classroom like in my old school we went to school with blankets when it was winter Mm. in the school there are heaters there are tissues there's these pretty decorated classrooms there are bathrooms with seats adjusted to our age. I had a pit toilet where I came from. Mm. And you had to wear your full school uniform. Mm. Like it was part of the pride of being a scholar.
1: Mm.
0: And that was a lot.
1: Mm. <laughs> that was a lot. I mean, I like that culture shock. But I also want to get into that because one, you probably, when you were at school in um, Nibobo in starting out, were you using um, your second name or your first name?
0: You know th- this is the thing I was using none and
1: <coughs> you didn't have a name
0: No 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 I'm using do. a nickname Like I've got like five names
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are they all in your ID now
0: No no no, no. only Ndubo and theoni are in my ID All right You know so I had my other my family name is mm. Moape
1: All right
0: So I used Moape mm. that is the name that people from back home bleeding? know me by. No, oh. Moope means want to be revered.
1: Oh, yes. those yes. are beautiful names. You see, but also, that you know what I like about our African names is that they force us to say, what does it mean? Maota, Candice, Asikona, interested? Of course. And Who's Candace, Candace? <laughs> yeah, like Maota, Candace is like, oh, Maria, all right. But when you're saying Moope, then I'm like, what does it mean? And then you're like... The one that needs to be reverted, to, right?
0: The one to be reverted. to. Yes, and that, forget, yeah.
1: that on its own is now putting a story to it. But yeah. anyway, getting back to that culture sock So now you're getting into this space, and you're not using any of your native names.
0: Not even. Mm. Not even.
1: And I mean, that happens a lot because I also have a problem with people that are born now. And though I'm not a parent now, but I'm always having a problem with people that are born now in a black family that are using English first names in schools. Because I'm just like, for what, for who, for when?
0: You know, it's so funny because I then had a, a, a crisis, mm. like an identity crisis. So around mid-primary school, I started to feel like, mm, this is kind of weird. Because I'm like Maria, but like on my on my official documents, I'm Theoni. So mm. I changed my name to Theoni. At first, I tried to change it to Ndubo, but it was just a mess. Mm. So I said Theoni. Then when I got to high school, whew, that was when... Everything fell apart because you asked about the principles I was raised in. My mother raised me to be a woman of faith, Mm. to be a prayerful woman. And um, she also raised me to be an educated woman. Mm. You know, Um, Those are the two things that I remember my mother being very intentional about. But with this idea of being a woman of faith meant that we didn't do any ancestral worship or any traditional things. So I get into high school and my high school is more predominantly black. And I meet her best friend, Kotelelo, love you girl. And her dad was a traditional healer. So Mm. we'd obviously talk on Monday, go, what were you up to? And i will be like, oh, on Sunday I went to church. And she'd be like, no, Saturday evening we went with dad. We two with saw. This is how they dance and everything. And so I started feeling like, hold up. (laughs) <laughs> Why don't I have ancestors?
1: Mm, like, what, can you, where's the gang?
0: <laughs> where's the gang? Where's my <laughs> underground gang? <laughs>
1: Why am I walking alone, though? It's like, hello,
0: hello. <laughs> and her stories were so animated and mm. so interesting. And that's when I started to feel like, oh, my goodness. Then I was like a really avid history scholar. Mm. I was really passionate about history. Then I started learning about, you know, the slave trade and history of, you know, Africans and Africans americans and colonialism. And then I was like, you know what? I don't care if y'all can pronounce my name, but my name is Ndobo. Mm. I am done with the slave name. Mm. You know, I mean, it went a bit crazy because then I started like I was begging my mom for ancestors and my mom was just like, listen, (laughs) (laughs) listen, you don't just wake up and get ancestors. These are things that like... Like none of your living elders n- even know, and so <laughs> like, we, and I was like, no. And then eventually, I could see that I'm losing that fight. So mm. then, I wanted to be Rastafarian. Mm. But then the problem with the Rastafarianism was that I was a minor, mm. and I couldn't do it in its pure form. You know, sure. I couldn't walk barefoot. My hair wouldn't even hold a dread. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> things are just not coming together. <laughs> And eventually I left it and then I kind of found my expression as an African in like my clothing. Mm. And, you know, in my final year of high school, I also started taking my relationship with Jesus Christ more seriously because I'd always grown up in the church. And I don't know why it is that when you grow up in the church, you kind of sometimes take for granted the faith, you know. So I went through that phase. where I think that, no,
1: it was given to me. So I need to find my own.
0: That's yeah. exactly it. You know, yeah. that's exactly it. And um, so, yeah, and I don't know, there's just something where you kind of take it for granted and it's not like I live, move, and have my being in Christ. Mm. It's like, yeah, I go to church, I'm a mm. Christian, it's there, and I could also have my own alternative mm. lifestyle. So I was there about that thing. I was at the market theater. You know, I dressed the part. Mm. I was like an urban Zulu girl because I had a part-time job, so I mm. could afford that. You know, when they were still starting out, it was like a 300 rand dress here and there. And, um, yeah, yeah. But then I transitioned into WITS. Mm. And in my first week, I met a girl called Zalama. Mm. May she rest in peace. May her soul Indeed. rest in peace. And she introduced me to the Christian Action Fellowship. Mm. But even then, I was like, I want to do yoga. So mm. I ended up in the Baha'i faith. Mm. Because I thought I'm just doing yoga, but I had a classmate called Sheena, and she went to Christ Embassy, and, you know, she was very fervent. Mm. And so one day, I come back with my yoga mat, with my beads, with my inset. She was like, yay, girl, (laughs) what in the name of witchcraft is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I tried to explain to her, and I had a recipe book, and she was like, go, not in here. Mm. We cannot have two gods in here. And I tried to explain to her, it's just exercise, Mm. and she would not budge. So I left it, um, became a little bit more serious at CAF, mm. and that was when I saw you for the first time. That's
1: when we met. Yes. I love that. And I mean, I one of the things that was still very pronounced when you we met as well it was your cl- choice of clothing. Because I was also going through a phase of um, infusing Africanism or, or thinking about that, you know. Though for me it was never a, a sense of worship, but it was always a sense of why should we be afraid to, why should we wait for cultural day? Why should mm. we wait for certain days, you know? And I could see that every now and then there'll be something that you are throwing there in how you dressed. And I was like, she's not in the art space, but she has that arty thing, you know, and all of that. So also, I mean, Mohau had that when she was coming in, but it made sense because she was in the art space. So when you were coming in and you were like, not uh, even in the art space at the time, well, with my knowledge, I, now I know that you do have art ties and you've got art appreciation. Appreciation, you know, that's so all. that is 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 is, uh, and ally being an ally within mm. the uh, the creative arts, you know. But anyway, 067-153-1089, that's bringing us to 25 minutes past the hour, um, 1 o'clock. We're going to go to cousin Gambi saying, still believe. When we come back on that song, we're going to be diving into, because now in her story and mapping her journey and the things that she's touched on, she got to where we meet as friends. But when we meet, we're not friends. Please. So we're going to unpack that story, but also the value of, um, for me, today's agenda of this conversation is really to say how important is it to call each other's friend to call your friend's name in rooms that matter we're living in a day and age where some of these things have been always done but we as black people feel some type of way of being able to do that when we have the opportunity to do so we've got a comment here quickly before we go to the song Saying hi, team. Miss Prue here. I want to say hi to Maria with laughing faces. (laughs) And I am loving the childhood story. We are here for you, girl. Pa, 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 pa. (laughs) All right, let's go to the song. And uh, after this interview, please, can we let Maria rest? (laughs) Please. It's (laughs) a is uh cousin Gabe uh, saying, still believe. You know I love this song and I could not let this week pass by without playing it because it's one of my faves and I thought, no, no, no. It also captures the essence of our faith. It speaks and declares boldly, but in a fun way that, you know what? Nah, I believe in who I say I believe in. Bring us to 28 minutes past the hour, one o'clock. We're still in conversation with Ndubo Ramulongo. She's in studio. Uh, she's got many other uh, hats that she wears in in corporate and in 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 academia but today we are focusing on a conversation of friendship and uh, we've got a comment here from wendy uh wendy you are saved on our system as wendy faves and she is saying still in stitches let me just okay there we go uh all right. I opened too many things at once. There we go. She says I still I'm still in stitches or oh I'm in stitches already. Uh, with laughing emojis, tears, and she's saying, Yo inde She's calling your name and you have I think she's she's stuck in that name. In that name. I think everybody's stuck in that in that reveal. But it's always good. For me, I mean, names before we even move on to the friendship part, why did your mother give you those names?
0: You know, my n- mother actually named me Theoni. Okay. So, Muope is from my grandmother. Yes. And um, there's actually an even like a praise that goes with it, mm. you know. So, it says, mm. So, she fears hunger, but she fights her own battles. Mm. So, it's actually a name that was passed down from the family. Okay. Yeah, it's like matriarchs yes. in the family. Uh have that name, were given that name. Maria, I was given by her employer, mm. whom she had worked with and been with for a very long time, and that was one of her names, mm. so she gave me one of her names, oh. and then Dobo, my <coughs> niece, gave me that name. Who was Your saved. niece? Yeah. Oh, He's nice.
1: I, I like that, the fact that, okay, your niece is very tricky for people, because... You are born. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, But how is the niece naming <laughs> when the niece? But you are the young aunt. <laughs> you are younger than the niece.
0: I'm younger than all <laughs> except for my sister <laughs>
1: It's because you were born as well to elder parents. I was.
0: You know, my mom mm. actually had me at 42. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so
1: how's that? How did that um influence your life? Because I know sometimes a lot of people that are born in such situations, they make commitments to say, I'll marry young, I'll get kids young because I don't wanna be an older parent, you know. And then life plays out the way it does in its own way. Was that also your pick to self?
0: Um <coughs> Not necessarily. Mm. You know, I think you can have those ambitions, but Mm. I think when you wake up every day and you say, Lord, let your will be done, Mm. then you kind of have to be a bit open-minded to say that Mm. things may not happen Mm. in your own timeline. But Mm. I think more than anything, the fact that my mother could have me at 42 Mm. has always served as encouragement for me to trust God. Yeah, Yeah, like trust God, trust God's timing. Mm. There really is no age limit where god is concerned
1: and when do you realize that your mother is old because i always say this to people that my father for me was never old he was paps he was dead mm. nali papa of my whole life until mm. people were like oh is that your dad every time like oh is that your dad for me it was like that's my dad mm. until people had an issue with it and i was like okay people have an issue with this thing and then um, maybe i should also be having an issue and then i was like okay maybe it's wrong and then i was like i man to me That's why I think for the longest of time, I've never been a kid that was embarrassed Mm. by my family, my parents. Because there was this thing, when my friends came and they had younger parents, I was like, okay, your parents are younger. Yes, they can run in athletics day, nice Mm. for them. But as a kid, that didn't matter. Mm. And I I know that there are other things later on that I was like, okay, maybe they would have been more active, they would have been more uh, hands on in certain things mm. but I also have lived long enough to know that maybe that's not true because a lot of people have young parents who are busy chasing career instead of being there for them mm. they're not teaching them anything they're not streaming with them they're mm-hmm. not doing anything they are busy hustling and they are paying for other things so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you, it is what it is you get what you get and you deal with what you deal
0: absolutely absolutely I mean for me my mother when I lived in Limpopo was like a she was a figure you know, because I never really knew her. I knew mm. of her, and then I saw her when she came home for those few visits. So when I moved to Joburg, and I mean, you know, in these former Model C schools, people are very, like, interested in information and knowledge. Yes. So I think that, for me, was when it became apparent that, oh, wow, actually, my mom is quite right old, mm. <laughs> you, you know? Um, Yeah. Mm.
1: anyway let's get into friendship because uh, i don't even remember when we became friends i think it just organically happened in the midst of everything but do you have remembrance of that
0: you know <laughs> Tarazi, <laughs> i actually remember you mm. i first saw you in 2011 mm. in my first year you were still at CAF, yes and I you was. were in the worship team and mm. i remember you were this towering figure Wearing a white or cream, white or beige blazer.
1: Mm. And you were there. <laughs> That's the blazer of my layer. It was abused. <laughs> I've been, I have wore that blazer. If there's one thing I did wear, is that blazer. <laughs> I
0: lived. Was it the only formal, close to formal thing you had? <laughs> I had three suits. Like a,
1: a, 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 a formal one, which was great like, for prestigious events. Mm-hmm. That one was the most... Easy one to wear with a jean and a mm. shirt, you know, mm. and not be cool vibe like two, four, formal. So yeah, I I wore that one. I don't even know what happened to it, but I it was worn.
0: <laughs> anyway, well, continue. I don't remember it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So um, so that was when I first saw you, and then you left and mm. you disappeared. Like, you left Kev and you joined um other ministries yes. and, and then um. But then we had friends in common. Yes. Because then, the f- like, in that mist, I could sort of see, in the following year, I moved to Sunnyside. Yes. And there, there was, like, a lot of art yes. students, you yes. know, your Mohau, your Maps, mm. your Tolani, mm. and they were your friends. Yes. But then... Yeah, I think there was that whole prayer at the sanctuary. Yes, uh, the
1: midnight prayers. The
0: midnight prayer. But yes. when I came, you guys had sort of left and you yes. had, you know, found other ways. And I was then, never mind, that's another story for another <laughs> day.
1: <laughs> but can I just tell you what yes. you
0: rendered to me? <laughs> <So> <laughs> we get to the sang and it's just me and Olani, you know, praying there together who were there. Because mm. everybody has started waiting. And you know what this guy says to me? He mm. says, no, Ndubo, Um La, la man, no man nyabona, you're very serious about this thing. But uh, you know, I just need you to guard your heart. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> mean like oh. he's like no man you know when you know i know i'm leading you in prayer i'm leading you in your faith and you know it's very easy for our sister we're we'll to cage, hey. and <laughs> i was like <laughs> 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 like this guy like excuse me <laughs> excuse me <laughs> but yeah so that's how i kind of like we were in association, mm. and, and then there was ex con and then we were sort of like, so we moved around the same we're circle. We were in the same
1: circles, yes. yes. Yes, the
0: Christian circle. And yes. I mean, I think if anyone was at Wits at the time that we were, mm. everybody who was sort of Christian yeah. sort of knew each other, True. even though you were in different True. ministries. And then, um, skip a lot, I came home here in Timbisa over the holidays, and I was looking after my Nephews And I mm. had these two teenage boys. And at the time, you had GOD oh, Unlimited. Yes. And you had a holiday program. Yes, yes. And one of our mutual friends shared it and mm. said, Girl, since you are in Tembisa, hook up with Sipo. Mm. And then, yeah. Then oh. I came to God Unlimited. Yes. Then the following year, I was so inspired. I had a part-time job, you know those mm. jobs, you know, um, to to yeah, to help with orientation. Yes. And I was like, you know what, Tpo, I want to give us sow. sow a seed yes. in God Unlimited. Yes. And that's how I think I kind of became on your radar. Yes. Yes. But even then, we weren't friends. Mm. And then this other time, you came to me and you were like, no, I've been praying, and the Lord said, you know, to bring you into God Unlimited, yes. and. Then that's when we actually got to know each other better, uh, uh, but we were fellow ministers yes. and not necessarily yes. friends. And yeah. I love
1: that development um, of, 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 of things because normally we think people just become friends overnight, like in high school, or in mm. primary school. Can I be your friend? Yes, can you be my friend? But in real life, it, it it happens over seasons. And I find what you were speaking with, Ukolani, um, an, an interesting topic, so we're going to put a footnote on that one because I want us to return to that. Um, but so we become friends and we, we well we become fellow ministers and we serve. And I think mm. our friendship developed from there with interactions consistently. Um, then knowing what God is doing in your life. God started speaking to me about certain things within your ministry and things that you need to do. And I started um, because also, I, I mean, on Saturday, Friday last week, we went to a show and I was so watching uh, some of the people that I used to meet in Bram streets, mm-hmm. randomly didn't know them, but God would say, pray for this one, mm-hmm. and I'll pray for them and give them a word. And being in a room where they were on stage and seeing them live out that was such a reminder of what God does, you know?
0: Amen. But
1: we're going to fast forward into the value of friendship because now in that space, when you're speaking about this, to a listener that's listening, it could be like, oh, we we're just two with a mutual friend. But uh, this is a, a group of people. There was many in the midst, you know. Even when we, you were saving in the GOD, that's this year I added a, a lot of other people in the mix of it, you know. So eventually we reached to a point of friendship where we now call each other friends. I want to touch on a little bit of how does one nature friendship? Yeah. And how important is it at some point to be intentional? whether or not it is labeled?
0: Yo, okay, that's a big question. But I mean, just to allow, if you would allow me, let me just go back a bit. I think where the friendship then, then starts to form was that, remember now, like you moved in the prophetic. Yes. You were really like, I mean, when we came and we discovered Christ and we started yeah. working with Christ, that was, you had already been working with yeah. him, you know. So we kind of did see you as a leader as in some leader. form. And I don't know if you remember that letter.
1: <laughs> the letter that you guys wrote me. Yes. I will never forget that letter. <laughs> that letter will be a letter to, that's a story for another day.
0: But it, is but it changed life. It changed life and it's important for friendship because I think that's when the friendship starts developing because we're not only seeing you as a leader that is untouchable, Mm. but we're seeing you as someone we can actually hold accountable, someone Mm. that we can call to order. You know, Mm. We can say, we recognize that you're a leader and we want you to continue to grow. We recognize the gift, the anointing that is upon your life, but mm, there's this character flow Mm. and it's going to derail all of us. And Mm. I think the way you received it, sort of opened that doorway.
1: I mean, the letter she's speaking about, I was running an organization and then one of the days I didn't attend a meeting because I had something, a rehearsal at the School of Arts. But that day, instead of the meeting being what was on the agenda, I became the meeting agenda. <laughs> and everybody in the room decided to put it together in a beautiful note, which is going to tell me about me yes. <laughs> it's gonna force me to nuga my own makwapa <laughs> and to, to 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 wipe my own nose and to see what's in my eye and i think you are right to say those are important moments because we've got a lot of friendship that can't survive that season yes. of. and at that moment we're still just working fellow ministers mm. but i are I, you are right because for me as much as i was hurt which these people came together and they spoke how dare they but then and I was I like, brought
0: them together. yes,
1: you know, they all came here because of me and now they are turning against me. But it was an important time because it forced me to say, OK, what is it about what they said? One, that is key. But also, what is it about me that made it that they needed to come together in unison to address me and couldn't bring it to me as individuals? Mm. And that was a part of a journey of becoming for me as well.
0: Mm. yeah mm. yeah no i think it's important accountability is very important mm. and being able to call someone out obviously we grow in the yeah. way we do it yeah. we're not gonna write long <laughs> 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 going back to grace yeah. god gives us grace to say certain things in a loving manner mm. and i think that's also been a very key and uh a principle that i value in our in yes, our friendships. Yes. that you are able to say to me mm, can I, say, I know i know you mm. don't like this uh, but uh, maybe it's because of this. Mm. You know, you don't, you're not a, a yes ma'am. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, I know.
1: I think what I've I have, I've appreciated about many of those friendships, because all of them, they're still intact in, their, mm. in our own shape and form, but they're all intact. And it's because we really, through certain situations and times and phases, have been able to say, but if we're going to be friends, we're going to have to not only be here to clap hands when it's good, mm. but we're going to also be able to say, this is what is not right and this is where you are lacking. But also we're going to acknowledge each other's different gifts because we're all moving in different giftings and we're able to exist within the space and celebrate those giftings. Absolutely. And I think that is very important because a lot of times friends can't, they, they, they want to just be in spaces where they all agree. And mm. the minute you're opposing the friend, now it's like you are taking the friend Absolutely. and you are now an enemy. And it's not always the case.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it can't always be just about vibes, Yes, you know, especially when you it's people that you are growing with Mm. and you are growing together, you know, and I think that's one of the differences I see in the friendships I had from then Mm. in the friendships that I have now, Mm. you know, it's that these people, they have. Experience some of your worst, and they still choose to stay, you know. They still choose to see the good, and you know, yeah. Yeah. And I think, where the I think for for a while you continued to be a minister, you know, for a while, I think we all had this consciousness that. Everything, I remember mm. there was an obsession with purpose and yes. everything had to be purpose-driven. yeah. Why are we
1: doing it? Why are we doing
0: this? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> everything had to have yes. a purpose. Yes. And I think that kind of, you know, helped us stay mm. together. And then oh, through that, it sort of, you know, transitioned when you moved to mm. Germany and mm. you were in a very prayerful space mm. and you were just called to say, listen this is what the Lord says, Mm. or listen, um, where are you? What are you doing? This Mm. is what I'm hearing. And you're like, oh, okay. Mm. But this person prays for me, this Mm. person, you know, and I think that's where friendship then starts to grow.
1: Time really flies, uh, this conversation. We're going to ask a question that we need to ask, and then we wrap it up because unfortunately we are out of time. But before we get there, I think also my departure to Germany was also a good, I think that's where many, my return a lot of friendships really became friendships, and a lot of acquaintanceships really became acquaintanceships. Because I think a lot of p- people stopped seeing me for being that, that, that they started to get they got caught up in what I was doing mm. in the Lion King, mm. and they missed out on being the person. Mm. They missed out on the minister, the minis- they missed out on the person that we grew up with, you know. Mm. So many of the relationships that survived, Sepiso and Bali. <coughs> was because even when I came back, when we met, we could still eat a maskopas. And it was not a matter of, <laughs> of <"I'm> a <laughs> You understand? You know, I think many of the relationships that did survive that season mm-hmm. were because of that. And others, because I was, I me. Mean, I was friends with a lot of people in vets. And a lot of people, I just, I sh- taken as if they were friends because we're friendly, but they were not yeah. really friends. But a lot mm. of those then relationship became friends, you know, because I look at the early days. Sepiso so and I have known each other for over a decade. Mm. We met since day one at VET, mm. but we were students, mm. fellow classmates for the past first three years, maybe even towards the last year, it's where we really started to be friends. Mm. Today, though, we are friends. And yeah. you look at back that journey, then you're like, ah, we've always been friends for 10 years. No, 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 we knew each other for 10 years. But that journey grew to a point where we can now hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. How different, okay, maybe let me ask this question because it's the main one. Why is it important to, as friends, or maybe even is it important to be able to call each other's names in certain rooms? Because other times one would say, I'm afraid to call my friend's name because Marange, they might be my enemy.
0: Mm. Very important. <coughs> um, and it's very important for me. I think that, I believe, not mm. that I think, I believe that God moves through people. Yes. You know, yes. and there was a prayer that we used to say in primary school. Mm. Well, nothing stops us from saying it now. <laughs> <laughs> it really <yeah. laughs> But it used to say, go something along the lines of, Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. Where mm. there is hatred, let me bring love. Where there is despair, let me bring hope. Mm. You know, and we do that by being those vessels and by actively being the hands, the feet, the eyes of God, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there's also a theory called um, the social capital theory that goes that, you know, your friends and the people in your family, those are the resources that lead to your human capital and your human development. You know, so I'm a firm believer in that. Um And it's very sad to see when some people don't see it that way. Mm. Because the thing is, um, that's how the world grows. Mm. That's how people grow, mm. you know someone who invited you to church and the next thing yes. this person is in the worship team or yes. they the worship leader. Yes. Someone had to bring them along. Yes. And I don't know why we are so comfortable with it in a church mm. setting.
1: Mm. But not in our corporate spaces. But
0: not in our corporate spaces. Yeah. And I mean, you remember I came to you because I was very hurt, you mm. know, because I hooked someone up and then they get in the room and they're now acting like a clever. Mm. <laughs> you know, first of all, they don't want to acknowledge that, that they got there because of you. You held that
1: door open. Yes, and it
0: wasn't even about acknowledging me. And Mm. I remember saying these words to you that I think the thing that hurts me is that because this person doesn't realize, Mm. and I appreciate how they got there, Mm. they will not do the same for the next person. Next person.
1: I love that. And I think that's what also became, maybe for us, that has become one of the strengths of our friendship is because we are people who are always looking at how do we plug the next person. You know, we're always looking at this opportunity. Oh, you are interested in such and such. So I heard about this. Do you know about it? Do you want to go for it? Mm. You know, and for me, that's one thing that I survive in many of my friendships, even with auditions. I'm like, if I don't get it and if somebody gets it, either way, somebody else will get it if I don't. Yeah. Might as well be somebody I know.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: It Ex-ago. might as well be somebody I know. But we are out of time. <laughs> oh no. Unfortunately, <laughs> time has just flown. But in future prospects, maybe Body Podcast, Body we'll get deeper into certain conversations. Yeah. But as we wrap up, what is what are the values of friendship? Because I think that friends are family that you don't choose for yourself. I mean, it's a family that you get to choose. You Mm. are born into ones that we are born into, but friendships is the family that we choose for ourselves. Mm. And what has been your values that you grab in? Because a lot of people are like, I don't have friends. And I'm Mm. like, oh, Okay but you're missing out because the world is so much colorful when you do have friends.
0: And I get why some people would say that because sometimes friendships are hard. They are. <laughs> it's a job. I mean, you I mean, you remember when, you, like you were saying, when you came back and you, mm. you had to learn, I'm friendly with this person, but we're not friends. Mm. And remember when you, you were having that conversation yes. about there's a minister, there are people you minister to, there yes. are people who minister to you, yes. and there are people you minister with. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: yes. I remember all sometimes. of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're the, all your friends with those people, people but they're not your friends you just they won't formation. give the same yeah they,
0: what they give you and what you give to yes. them will not be the same but i think the thing that i feel principles that i feel are, are important in friendship is vulnerability mm. man mm. like i feel like if you are around your friends and you need you feel the need to show wuti i'm a top dog mm. uh get out of there yeah Get out of there, and this is why people don't open doors for other people because they feel like when I'm around my friends, I need to be on top. I need to be mm. the top dog. I need to be the one where things are going right. Yeah. And Skoku we forget, it's Sendao, sendao <laughs> enjoy a game, yes. and we forget that our path has already pre, been predestined by God there is absolutely nothing that another person can take away from me or give me that God has not ordained for me. Mm. Accountability is important, mm. Um, You True. know, God is so wise in True. the sense that he never made any of us perfect. Yes, yes. He gave us strengths yes. and he gave us weaknesses. And yes. I think it's because he knew that if he gave us all things, you know, yes. I mean, we have a form of godliness and mm. we are gods, but we are not the God. Yes. We are not all-knowing. Yes. We are not or present in yes. all situations. And I think in his wisdom, he did that so that we can learn to be humble because H, the ego. The you ego know? is a thing. So you need friends that need to mm. be able to hold you accountable so that mm. you can grow. There's nothing worse than being friends with people who can't confront you about something and instead go talk about it behind yes. your back. Kindness yes. is important. Kindness. And showing up.
1: Showing up. Woo! Physically showing up. Even
0: if your emotionally friend emotionally
1: showing up. Even
0: if your friend has a million shows in a year.
1: You have have to choose one to show up at.
0: <laughs> have to choose one to show
1: up. <laughs> and I also think, you know, maybe next time we have, because now there's a comment here are saying we should have had this show a while ago, and I agree oh, because we also need to speak about. um Showing up being more than just financially. Yes. Showing up being more than just physically.
0: Definitely. There are so
1: many ways to show up. And I think a lot of people, when they don't have time, they don't have money, they're don't have. They're like, I can't show up. And you're like, mm. no, you missed it. Because mm. I, I'm going through a situation with one of my friends where I'm like, you are missing out on, because I don't know, I'm like, how do I show up for you in this season of your life? Because mm. you're going through a transition. Mm. And I'm realizing that, at this season of their life, they're not seeing the value of showing up. And I'm like, Mm. okay, give me what you would want. Because sometimes maybe presence is not enough. Mm -hmm. But in this season, maybe there's a conversation that we need to have that you are missing out on. Mm. And they're not creating that platform for the conversation. And I'm like, Ish, God, I can only show up now in prayer. Yeah, But I wish there were spaces of conversation because when you're going to transition like I am, mm. you need more than just prayer. You need conversation. Yeah. You need moments of, of reflecting. You need moments of when you are doubting or you are saying, am I really at the right path? What happens next? Somebody was going to say, no, 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 no. Whatever it is, mm. know that we are behind you. We've got your back. Those kind of a conversation. Mm. We're wrapping it up there though, because we are out of time. Here's Wendy Fave saying, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Dubo is such a door opener. Uh, I know a couple of people she has linked up with proper work. Love her so much. And then we've got another one saying, Good day, guys. I am really enjoying the show. And I feel that this time is too limited. Lol, we should have had this we should have had you in studio a long time ago Ndubo Uh, we love you and may God continue to pave a way for you from Kukulietu and that's how we are wrapping it up Uh, 53 minutes, minutes
0: you're listening to Hope Alive your number one online Christian radio station Oh, oh,